Remember, y'all speak into the mic. Sing out, Louise. <laughs> All right, is everybody comfy? Everybody has beverages. Please feel free to stand up during Are you to, to get more. What's that? Well, he's projecting well. No, you're projecting. You're he's just projecting. Never mind. No, I think you're fine. All right. Okay. To taking ship, the please clap edition. Yeah. Yes, thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, this will be your guided cruise through dumbest timeline America. Uh, I'm your favorite co-host, Maggie Moore. Uh, I'm also joined by Frank Spring uh, and Ellie Jacobs. Or at least most of Ellie. Or at least most of Ellie. So we'd like, before we kick off tonight, we'd like to thank uh, the Future Project for hosting us. Uh, this is a tremendous space. They're really, really generous. We are incredibly happy to be here. So thank you to the Future Project. Thank you especially to Troy of the Future Project, who is not here but is a genuine hero. Troy is welcome uh, to any boon he would crave of us, even unto half our kingdom. Maggie, a lot of folks have been asking. You really do hear it. More and more you hear it. What is the Future Project? I'm so glad you asked. Uh, the Future Project is an education nonprofit focusing on helping young people figure out what their passion and purpose is and then exploring that in the world, um, which is honestly something that I wish I had in high school. So yes, if you're interested in learning more, come and find me. All right, great. Um, so as everybody sees, there's a, you have a bracket in front of you uh, that you've been asked to fill out. And again, please swap it with the person sitting next to you because we don't trust any of you sons of bitches. <laughs> And you may be wondering how we ended up with these 32 candidates as opposed to uh, the list of about 70 who have been brought up as possibilities. Basically, we did kind of the gut check of who may actually run. So this includes people who have filed paperwork, um, except uh, John Donnelly, right? That's the congressman from Maryland who's useless. Yeah, we just didn't want to use anyone's time on that candidacy. Yeah, that's, that's fine. Um, so there's you really no oddballs in here, um, and we are going to go tournament style. Uh, Frank, you want to explain sure. how we... Frank will explain how we came up with the seating and how we're going to proceed through this. Sure, sure. So we have 32 candidates here. And again, we had to knock off some folks that might otherwise have made a larger field, but we wanted to get you out of here sometime you know, before Christmas. And so we've got 32. And the way this is going to work is this. We're going to go through each matchup, and you are going to decide the winner. We'll give you some background information on each candidate in a second. We know that not everyone here is um, you know, especially familiar with Adam Schiff, necessarily. Um, yes, quite so. Uh, but in the end, what is going to happen after we've given you a brief, maybe given you some thoughts on this, is that your applause and cheering will decide who wins each uh, each matchup. So in order to test this model, we are going to we're going to warm you up uh, with a question and hot take submitted to us by the terrific Sarah Moss. We are going to ask you a question and you are going to indicate your support for your answer by cheering. So here's how you will know what will happen. I will ask you a question. I will ask if you agree with the premise of it. And then I will say the immortal words, please clap. And you will clap. And then I will give you the opposite. And that's how this is going to go. So are you ready? Please clap. All right. From Sarah Moss comes this question. Are stuffed crust pizzas ravioli? If they are, please clap. So but wait, let it Damn. sink in for a minute. Yeah. Like that's a, it's a tough question. Honestly, I thought about it a lot. Mm -hmm. So, like, marinade, let it cook. I think we spend way too much time trying to categorize food. Like, yes. just eat it. It's energy. Just eat it. Sure. Yes. Exactly. But we, I like to fight, so. Fair. What am I supposed to do? Okay. So, 
Is stuffed crust pizza a ravioli? If you are in favor, please clap. <laughs> cool. Cool, 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 Excellent. cool. Good, good. <laughs> when, if it is exactly not a ravioli, please clap. Excellent. Perfect. Couldn't have been better. All right. Congratulations, everyone. Well done. The key to some of these is not to think too hard about them. Honestly. All right. So here, that's how, so that is how this is going to go mechanically. That's how we're going to decide who wins these things. How do we decide on the ranking system for these? So we wintered it down to 32, and then how do we seed them? Uh, we worked, we had a number of criteria. I'm not going to spend a lot of time in this because you all didn't come for a math lesson. Uh, but I will say this. Uh, we weighted name recognition. We weighted uh, fundraising, the ability to raise money and raise enough of it to keep a campaign well-funded early. We raised the ability to hire and maintain a good uh, good campaign staff. Some of these people do not meet that standard. Absolutely not. Uh, we, we also, we, we weighted one category that I'm going to turn to Ellie to describe to us the category of Trump can suck my ballness. Right. Basically, we were looking for an overarching way to figure to put a put a score on whether or not a candidate, well, whether or not Trump will suck he or she's ballness. We're not being, <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. So uh, that was, that is then based on three core questions. One. Will Trump have a hard time branding you? He's famous for branding people. Can he give you a stupid nickname? Can he give you a stupid nickname that'll spell wrong most of the time? <laughs> the second thing is, will Trump's bullshit make you act defensively? We all remember Elizabeth Warren releasing her DNA test recently. Oh boy. That's what we're talking about. That kind of just, just stop. And then the third thing is, Trump is actively scared of you. Out of our list of 32, uh, it's been reported that he is actively scared of Joe Biden and Michael Bloomberg. Which honestly, same. Sure, that's fine. Right. Yeah, that's fair. Like, can confirm. More, yeah, more I mean, than I'm fair. I'm terrified of Tulsi Gabbard, but that's yeah. for other reasons. Sure, I mean, you know, a lot of these folks are a lot of these folks are, are scary in their own, each wonderful and unique and delightful ways. So yes, We're we all get snowflakes. Yeah, so you get one. So scary so, ones. So you get points. You get points for uh, for a certain amount of Trump can suck my baldness. You lose points if you will be 67 years old in 2020. Democratic Party is trending younger. Uh, we are elect. It's, if you look at the congressional intake, it's one of the youngest in a very long time. Uh, so the Democratic Party is is trending younger. Our taste in candidates is trending younger. If you'll be 67 plus, you lose some points in the seating uh, in 2020. If you've run before, actually, a quick note on the age thing. I think what's important to know is that we put their photos on here, and you'll be really surprised at how not old or how deeply old some of these people look. Like politics is rugged and it's ugly. It's an ugly field. Yes. Some of the oh, some, of ways. some of these men have discovered moisturizer. Others have not. You will notice the difference. Yeah. So if you'll be 67 or more or older in 2020, you uh, you lost uh, you, you lost some points in the weightings. If you've run before, again, we're looking for new faces. If you've run before, you actually lose points this time. That's unusual. We often like uh, familiar faces. Uh, if you have open secret bad opposition research, which is to say, if there is something from your past that everyone knows and is going, you're going to be hit with absolutely immediately you lost some points in the ra- in the uh, in the rankings if you have committed a recent public fuck up which is not the same thing as having bad open uh, as having bad uh, uh, open secret uh, oppo although they can be related if you've committed a recent public fuck up you lost some points in the rankings again let us look towards the senator from Massachusetts yes exactly that An was in fact what occasioned this recent recent fuck up right so if it's a 30 year old if it's a 30 year old fuck up that's a separate question you also could recover a little bit in the rankings if you had run for president before but ended up better off afterward 
So there are a couple of folks here for whom that for whom that applies. There are a couple of folks here, well, one person at least for whom it does not apply. Uh, two of them actually. So that's how we weighted this thing. Uh, that's how we ended up with these seedings. Are we ready to kick off this tournament? Let's kick this tournament off. All right, let's kick off the tournament. But before we go on, I, I do have to take credit for my brother's artistry on our logo. And if everybody has noticed that <laughs> the waves are Donald Trump's hair. <laughs> yes. I, I have to plug him every now and again. That's fair. Is, is the ghost like a poltergeist? It's, that's what? the heat. That's the heat that's turning on. Um, which goblins? I don't. I don't know. Yeah, basically. All right, okay. let's 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 do this. Let's do this thing. All right. So our first competitors. I also think it's important to note that I split the teams up between Yi and Team Ha. Yeah. Yes. Um, so yeah. We have the Yi conference. We have the we have the Yi conference. We have the Ha conference, and the number one seed in the Yi conference is Cory Booker. The one sitting other thing that we need to mention mm-hmm. in terms of the seeding to some extent, or at least the way we divided it up, you'll see pictures that represent nothing to your mind uh, on each slide. We broke these people down into six categories, five categories, 12 categories. Conferences, into their conferences. Different conferences. So uh, if you see this picture, uh, which you'll see on two other people, uh, it denotes that they are what we call the celebrity candidate, where they don't have much accomplishment, but they have a lot of Twitter followers. AKA Cory Booker. Think of this as if, if this were a tournament, this would be each team's play style. So their advantage is this is a celebrity team. They have a lot of folks who already know them. Good, solid name recognition, a lot of Twitter followers. Not clear what else there may be on, uh, on their side. So, Cory Booker, ter- uh, number one uh, seed out of, uh, out of the Yee Conference. Uh, matching, and so, <laughs> yes, exactly. So, and what have we got for him? So, he has a preacher's candidate and a preacher's, in- and in a preacher's intensity. He's a great retail politician. Uh, it is not entirely clear what, if anything, he stands for, uh, except his extremely he's, close he's relationships with Wall Street and Big Pharma. And this Booker. has not escaped, yes, this has not escaped the notice of some of the Democratic Party. So that is our, that is our brief on Cory Booker. Do we have anything to add to Cory Booker on that scouting report before we move on to his opponent? No, just besides that Ellie hates him so much. Yeah, so Ellie just, Ellie like just, so loathe, much. just loathes <laughs> <It's> him. Like, <laughs> this is going to be one of, the feature, one of the continuing features of this tournament is just the list of people that Ellie Jacobs hates dearly. It's, it's a, a good lot. list. Uh, one of them might become president. It's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so his opponent is Brian Schatz, the U.S. We're going to let that sink in for a moment because from Hawaii. I'm assuming that even those of you who follow this shit don't know if, who if the you fuck have heard, like, if, who if, the if, fuck if, is this? If this were the, I don't know. If this was the first time you'd heard the words Brian Schatz in that order about this guy, please clap. What's his... There we go. All right. All right. Yeah, no one gives a shit who this person Terrific. is. All right. So okay. before, before we dive into Brian Schatz, this logo, or team flag, it denotes a uh, young white guy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Which like look at look at his mug. Obviously, yeah. he's from. Okay, so Brian Schatz is a senator from Hawaii. Which honestly, he could be a senator from anywhere. Cause who like who cares? Um, I is it really anything like else to say about him? Like no, it's real deep for this pro and con because who gives a shit? Yeah, it's not clear why he's doing this. Uh, I'm not sure it's clear to him except that it's possible, I suppose. So, well, yeah. I mean, it's, so, the old, it's the old saying, every senator wakes up, looks in the mirror, and sees the next president. Yeah, exactly. And he, he has very clearly done that. And as much as I want a president who is wearing a lay at all times, uh, I think that that's probably not, not going to carry the nomination for him. That would be our guess. So, yeah. he is the, right. he's the bottom seed. All right, let's get this Ladies one taken care of, friends. If who, you think... Sorry. No, no. no. Who, who, who's going to cut it? Let me hear it for Cory Booker. Please clap. Let me right. hear it for Brian Schatz. 
Yes, excellent. Thank you. Oh, boy. I love it. All right. Okay, well. Cory Booker. Speaking by your values. I appreciate that. Congratulations. All value. right. Cory Booker, congratulations, buddy. Well done. Booker. Okay, moving on to the next mashup. All right. Stacy Abrams. All right, Stacy Abrams. So again, uh, you'll notice the flag on this. It's uh, it's it's clobbering time if you can't see it. Um, what we came up with this category of candidates for is that essentially they're just going to beat the fuck out of Donald Trump because they can and they want to. Because I mean, who doesn't really? Uh, so again, you will see you will see these repeated after numerous ca- numerous candidates, and it denotes their playing style. Yes. So Stacey Abrams uh, recently ran for governor of, uh, of Georgia, lost a very agonizingly, may or may not have lost. Not have lost. Honestly, who's to say? Didn't become governor of Georgia, let's put it that yes, way, right. uh, is not presently the governor-elect of Georgia. Uh, otherwise ran a terrific race, uh, got a, a fair amount of national attention for taking what was a red state and taking it to right to the edge, and again, might actually have won. Uh, she has real, a very serious politics. She talks about it with real enthusiasm. She is an enormous political talent. Um, she has a couple of structural disadvantages, some of which are embodied in the fact that there are certain parts of the Democratic Party, I think we can all be honest, um, that may not be necessarily ready for Stacey Abrams. Spoiler. A, yeah, spoiler. Uh, a, 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 a youngish, but especially a black woman to win the nomination. Um, she has a, a little bit of an internal structural problem in that she has an enormous amount of, uh, of, student, lo- of student loan debt. Who among uh, us? Who amongst us. Uh, and, and this is a little bit more of a serious critique. If you're going to run for president, you need to be able to win your own state confidently. Uh, I think it's fair to say that regardless of whether that election was stolen from her, uh, her winning Georgia in 2020 would not be a guarantee. So that is a bit of a drawback for Stacey Abrams. And she also got Oprah to canvas for her, so like yeah. that's a pro. But she's she is a she is a phenomenon and a huge talent, no question. Yeah. All right, so who's our next? Right, so <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes. So this is my favorite style of play because yeah, it's Jeff is, Merkley. You're going to see a lot of these guys. So this style of a play whole lot. Is <laughs> Western Mayo. Yeah. This is yeah Western family Mayo. This is important to know. Um, so. Also, I think Merkley, it's important to know that he's 62 years old, so this didn't actually come against him in the ranking. But, like, could you ever guess that this motherfucker was under 67 years old? Yeah. Absolutely not. Sorry. Yeah. You can't see it so good, but, you know, feel free to look it up on your phones. He looks like a baseball man. Yeah. There are two. But so not an athletic guy who, like, became a baseball man. Just, like, a guy who... Yeah. yeah. So I think what's unfortunate is that he is also one of the senators from my home state, Oregon. Um, so... Obviously, being a, a senator from Oregon, it's a strong Democratic state. Love it. There's who put there's good beer and wine in Oregon on the side. That was me. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it's not not true. It it's is extremely true. true. It's true. Where is your loyalty, madam? Recollect uh, yourself. I will. Well, I got an Oregon Pinot uh, for yeah, this, so you're welcome. Um, yeah. Honestly, the con is that I don't know her. Like, who is this person? <laughs> like, no one knows who Jeff Merkley is, and I'm even from the state, so. Anything else to add on dear, dear Merkley? No. Great. All right. Take it to the vote. Take it to the streets. Stacey Abrams. Please clap. Please clap. Jeff Jeff Merkley. Please clap. Mm, Great. Yes, yes. Good. 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 That's, boy, that's that's the sound of the primary. Excellent. We are. Thank you. This is exactly how it's going to go. All right, friends. <laughs> All right, the, the, All right, the matchup everybody's been waiting for. <laughs> yeah. uh, this, this, this team color uh, is, says leftovers on it. Um, 
And that's essentially what this group of players are. They are the leftovers from the Obama administration. Yeah. So if you are running for the third term of the Obama administration, or in some cases the third term of the Clinton administration, uh, you are considered, your play style is one of the leftovers. Right. And when we mention that a few candidates uh, came out of running for president previously better than when they, when they started, Joe Biden is one of them. He got a very nice consolation prize. Indeed he did. So... What are the arguments for uh, for Uncle Joe Biden? Well, there's the Uncle Joe thing. He is sort of America. He is kind of for some segment of the Democratic Party. He is our favorite uncle. And there is a very, very good argument to be made that he could have won in 2016. By the way, Bernie could not have. Joe may have been able to. Yeah. So the counter, yeah, the counter argument to this is he is, in fact, now great Uncle Joe. He's so uh, he will old. be one of the oldest, not the absolute oldest candidate you will see today, but right in there with him. Uh, when I say he has some bad centrism, I mean, bad centrism in the sense that, like, the crime bill, Anita Hill, and being per- and personally being involved in a lot of the drone, uh, a lot of the drone strike uh, strategy of, for the, of the last ten years, that pretty much comes down to him. And those are things that a lot of Democrats don't feel real great about right now. Uh, so there's some uh, some unfortunate centrism there, and also you honestly should like for a long time we were just like, oh, he's so kooky. Like, look at the way he touches people. Gross. Don't touch people like that. No. Don't touch people the way that Joe touches people. So I mean, do, but with like their permission. Yeah, do with their permission. Sure. That's exactly right. Don't. It's yeah. It's no. Never show anyone any. Actually, yes. Never show anyone any affection ever again. I'm coming out on behalf of that position. <laughs> that's the official taking ship line. Not that we have any evidence that Joe's ever done this, but just. Don't show your dick to anybody. Yeah, that's I also mean, yeah. that's also good advice. There's probably some folks on this list who have, in fact, done that. I just think it's worth mentioning. And I think we're likely Staying to find out. One seed. We're looking for him. Right Again, <laughs> hating Cory Booker so badly. <laughs> just Ellie coming out of the woodwork on that one. <laughs> okay, so I love who, it. who is facing against Uncle Joe? Dun, dun, dun. Can we get a rousing <laughs> Can we get a rousing? My dude. Seth Moulton, yes. <laughs> our, dude. Yes, my dude. Our guy. My dude. The, you know, the great, uh, the delightful Seth Moulton. The great uh, and fine Seth Moulton. The great and fine who has, who, yes, pictured right here. So Seth Moulton is a congressman from Massachusetts. Uh, he, by the way, I should mm-hmm. state that I firmly believe no one from the state of Massachusetts should even be allowed to run for president. For yeah, they've had their years. time. They've had yes, their chance. please clap. Also. <laughs> they, fought, they won a whole bunch, and then they fucked up a lot. Like, yeah. let's just. It's Plus, fine. folks from, Minnesota, from Massachusetts are crazy. Yeah. Also, yes. They're wild. Where's Katzenberg? Is she here? Show yourself. No. no. Okay. All right. That's a shame. Well, she tell, her, better than to tell her I said that. All right. Yeah, so Seth Moulton is a sitting congressman from the Massachusetts 6th. Uh, he has never won an election against a Republican, uh, but he has, um, yes, that is true, uh, but he has handled his veteran status very well. He is an honest-to-God war hero, uh, but he handled it in the best possible way, which is he didn't talk much about it until his staff were able to plant it as a story in the in the Boston Globe about how little he talked about it. It was masterfully handled, and for that he gets credit. He has kind of a national infrastructure in that he raised a bunch of money for uh, bunch other, of a bunch of money for uh, originally other veterans. Now, anyone he says has served America. His pack is called Serve America Pack, uh, so you you can get onto. It, I think if you've been part of AmeriCorps, uh, so he has a bit of a national infrastructure. Some candidates who are loyal to him, and he is of course hugely, hugely ambitious. Uh, the pro- of course the problem is he is hugely ambitious and recently utterly shit the bed when he tried to kill Nancy Pelosi, Just and Nancy Pelosi imploded. killed him instead. So that is your so that is your recent for him. Nancy Pelosi killed him with barely moving a finger. Yeah, it, that was one of the worst palace coups I've ever seen, and I have seen some dodgy palace coups. Uh, more, you know, more and more of them it seems. So yeah, he completely shit the bed. That was his. He he lost points for recent public fuck up. Again, he's never won a tough race. 
Uh, yeah, and again, he's and 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 uh, and he was called Scott for a really long time by people in power. That's Seth for you. Honestly, that's my technique to take men down a peg. It's it's a good one. I like. I don't know your name, and I care not. I think to it's the Ron it. Swanson one, also. Yep. Yes, exactly. And he is he and he is very much in under the young white guys. You can see his team his team style is I'm a young white I mean, guy. The, hair, the hairstyle is yeah. essentially the same. Oh, okay. All right, so folks, Joe Biden, please clap. And my dude, Seth. Please clap. That was Wait, deafening. Damn. Absolutely deafening. Damn, did we get one? We have a Seth, do we have a molten loyalist? Oh, boy. Well done. And at okay. least one operative is going to come down. All right, so Moving we're, on. we're playing with the seating so far. I'm actually far. fairly, like, like, kind of weirded out that he didn't send somebody here to, like... To ensure that he won this? He knew he wasn't welcome. <laughs> yeah. We don't want his kind All here. All right. Mr. All right, so again, the flag, the, the team flag for, for these yahoos, um, I don't, doesn't really need a description. No. I don't think we also could have picked a worse picture. Yeah. For well, unless that's how he actually, wants to be yes. seen. Actually, yes. Actually, go to Google. I am actually, I fairly implore you not to go to Google images of Michael Bloomberg. You'll see some things that can't be unseen. Uh, yeah, we you know you you know him. Maybe you don't love him. Um, you know, former mayor of New York City. He has won elections, which is more than can be said for some of the folks on this list. He will never run out of money, and Trump is actually scared of him for interestingly reasons. Interesting reasons. On the other hand, Michael Bloomberg for for Democratic nomination. Seriously. All right. So Bloomberg years ago said uh, a twice divorced Jewish short guy could never win, never become president. I don't know that that metric has changed very much. Probably not. But uh, one of my favorite, uh, totally aside stories on this is. There's a book that came out a couple months ago called uh, First in Line about the relationship between presidents and vice presidents. And in it, they recount the uh, time when Obama received all the briefing packets on all the people he was potentially going to pick as his vice president. These huge, deep background checks, you know, financial records, personality checks, all this kind of stuff. And he had asked for 20, and his, his team handed him 18. One who they don't mention in the book didn't even, like, didn't even deserve to get a book. The other one... Uh, when he asked where it was, and they said, oh, you don't want to see it. There's some dark stuff in there. And it was Michael Bloomberg. Yeah. Yikes. So who does Michael Bloomberg stack up against? Julian Castro, former HUD secretary, 44 years of age, the freshest of the leftovers by country mile, and by virtue of being a twin with Joaquin Castro, he can be in two places at once. <laughs> Do not... Discount the possibilities that is, this honestly, represents. I've, that's the only reason why I've ever wanted a twin. I fairly implore think, you, think people. How that is on Super Tuesday. 100%. Pass this man through to the presidency for that reason and that reason only. Think of the hijinks. Wasn't there a G.I. Joe movie based on that or something? Yes. Yes. Let's say there was. Survey yeah. says yes. Yes. So, huge advantages. What is the. What is, there's a reason we've listed this rather technocratic point. Uh, he was on the short list to be Hillary Clinton's vice presidential candidate. And his, his team was, that is very much a sweepstakes. It is an operation, a campaign of its own. His team was ruthlessly boxed out and, and effectively murdered in the street by Tim Kaine's team. Tim it, was, Kane. it was an ugly behind-the-scenes battle. Um, and and Castro's people Kane. lost it terribly. Now, there is, why do we bring this thing up? This, is a, this was a symptom of a broader concern that Texas politicos have had about the Castros for a long time. They have good politics. They're smart. They're incredibly personable. 
There are two of them. There are two. Again, they, they're two, they, they have us outnumbered individually as candidates, as Castros. Uh, but they have had trouble building a coterie of capable, of, of capable staff around them. They tend to trust each other very much, as I guess twins would. Um, they speak their own language. They speak their own language. Each other. Yeah, but they, but, they have tr- but they've never assembled a, they've never assembled a particularly strong team. On the other hand, again, he's the freshest face out of, freshest face out of the class of, uh, of, out of the Obama administration. So that's got to count for something. Honestly, though, the two of them should be more famous by now. They should be more yeah. ahead by now and they're just not that's right personally um okay so how are we going to rank our latest michael bloomberg please clap oh all right julian castro please clap all right the first upset there all right 13 seed a little maybe a little underseeded from julian castro but that went yeah let's keep the shit interesting yeah exactly let's mix it up all right moving on next terry mcauliffe hey buddy He's back, the former governor of Virginia, uh, former uh, chief fundraiser for the Hillary Clinton or for the Hillary Clinton 2008 no, campaign. The Clintons, sort of, for the last 20. Years. Yeah, for the delight for the Clintons for the last 20 years. Yeah, exactly. I will. I, I have to say this: he's a very good retail politician. He is enormously. Uh, you know, he's a, he's a fantastic fundraiser, and Virginia has for years been the proving ground of Democratic Party uh, political operatives, many of whom are quite good. There we go. I see one Virginia fan. There we go. Thank Actually, you. Actually, can I just thank you? Tell a yeah. quick, very quick story with your permission. Cool. So my friend in the audience, <laughs> my friend in the audience um, was uh, Terry's daughter's age, um, and no, is that the wrong person? Okay, sorry. Uh, Governor Warner. Warner. Sorry, that would have been a great story though. Yeah. Never mind. Warner, no, fine. Warner was on our list. We took him off. Yeah, he's not, sorry, he's, he's not running. For whatever reason, he didn't run in 2008, still holds. Anyway, so I, continue. I will forever feel, and just have a little digression here, I will forever feel some affection for Terry McAuliffe because during the worst period of the 2008 Democratic primary, when he was still the spokesman for Hillary Clinton and she was losing primary after primary, he used to be the guy who would go on CNN and try to spin the fact that she was just getting clobbered in another primary. And so what would happen is they would go live and there would be Terry McAuliffe and in the background there would be like 20 people like just dispirited, like weeping into their beer. And they would ask him, "So how does how do you feel tonight, Terry?" And he would put his ear to he would put his finger into his ear and say, "I'm sorry, I can't hear you over the sound of the unprecedented enthusiasm for Hillary Clinton in this room. <laughs> it's unbelievable." And this went on until the last dog died. Uh, and for his for his service in that respect, I can't help but uh, but feel a little affection for him. So he's got this loyal staff mafia. He is a great fundraiser. Uh, the problem is he ran for governor in Virginia, and it is, it, I mean, there just there's just no campaign laws there. It's the Wild West. You can do anything to anyone, and no one will say boo about it, uh, which means that these got an opposition uh, opposition research file six inches deep. Uh, and, and again, he is wildly, insanely, crazily associated with yeah. the Clintons. He could very easily be considered one of the leftovers, except for the fact that he has come out of the gate being the, basically his premise is I will punch Donald Trump in the face at the earliest opportunity. Right. That's his entire campaign platform and it's a pretty good one for a Democrat right now. <laughs> All right. McAuliffe is facing off against Some, Senator Chris Murphy. So I believe this is our first uh, just regular mayonnaise. Real mayonnaise. Yes. East Coast mayonnaise. Yes. East Coast mayonnaise. As it this, is known. This play style is called the people crave mayonnaise and the entire theory is that what Democrats want is mayonnaise. Which is to say you can, be a, you can be a white person and not be in the people crave mayonnaise play style. What this says is the, the entire thesis of this type of play style as a candidate is what Democratic voters want are, is someone who is smart and boring, will make things calm, 
We want, you know, we want sane people who can reach across the aisle, build bipartisan consensus, uh, and go and and really get things done. In this seems to to run smack into all of the available evidence, but there's a lot of guys trying it. So what is so what is the good Senator Murphy? What are his uh, you know what are his pros? He is extremely smart, very well liked on Capitol Hill. He's very articulate on foreign policy, all of that, and he's staked out a very uh, what I would say sensible position on gun rights. Yes, I mean he's been incredibly outspoken yeah. on Sandy Hook, which yeah. obviously he should be, but yeah. not um, doing it in the like we're going to take all your guns away. Yeah. No, totally. Style. He's very nuanced. His politics on that is very very good. His Sandy Hook story is excellent. Fantastic on a national campaign. Yeah, yeah, that's what yes. people crave nuance. People, that's part of mayonnaise. Mayonnaise is a very nuanced condiment, and the people crave mayonnaise. <laughs> So it's not clear that anyone wants any of that. No. <laughs> Those are all good things, honestly. He's deeply uncompelling, but, if you ask me. Yeah. Okay. So this is an interesting matchup. I actually have no idea how this is yeah, going to go. Yeah, I don't either. Okay. All right. Let me hear it. Terry McAuliffe. Please clap. Chris Murphy. Holy shit. The people crave mayonnaise. The people crave people mayonnaise. People do, in fact, crave they mayonnaise. Want may- they want well mayonnaise. Well done. That's... All right. Clipping right along. We've got mayonnaise for them. Eric Garcetti. All right, friends. Eric Garcetti is the mayor of Los Angeles, which honestly, quite quite a young man. Um, he's a good retail politician. Also, mayors are deeply, deeply liked. He's really good at going out there, shaking hands, and making sure that like shit in LA is actually moving along. But why don't we like him? Well, his, his the only people the only reason anybody knew his name was his father was a district attorney for years and years and years, which and helps. The who, and the one who fucked up the OJ trial. Probably. Mm-hmm. So you can't say fairer than that. Um, and I would say yeah. one other thing. He was quoted in a, in a large, you know, a lot of these politicians will go out and give a speech at some major, you know, economics club or foreign policy club. You know, they'll do their, their whole, this is who I am, this is what I believe. And in one of those speeches, he said that Los Angeles is the real world and everybody else in the country should come out and see, and see it. Mm-hmm. That is 100% the opposite of the truth. <laughs> That's LA a good, strong world. take, and I'm bound to respect it. Jesus yeah. Christ. So he's he's left behind some unfortunate problems, and so the, this is the challenge with being a mayor. Everyone likes the idea of mayors, but no one actually likes the record of mayors because being a mayor means you actually have to govern, and be and actually having to govern and be an executive means anything that goes wrong, and a lot of things can go wrong in a city the size of Los Angeles. You know what was it, nineteen suburbs in search of a city, as someone called it. Uh, he owns all of those things, including their uh, their uh, deep seated and, and seemingly intractable homelessness problem. Also, he's a species of of. Democrat, who, when confronted with a so, when confronted with a policy question or a challenge that he doesn't know the answer to, likes to say something like, mm, "Yes, but what if we innovated our way out of this problem? No, can't we innovate?" And the thing is, we had about eight solid years of that, and we did not, in fact, innovate our way out of our problems. So it's not clear that his politics is going to be a real great match uh, for for the Democratic uh, for the Democrats on this cycle. There's such a unique. Uniquely qu- uh, California quality. What if we disrupted what was actually happening? No. I fucking hate it. So there's some, yeah, so that's, <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. All right, so Garcetti is up against? Steve Bullock, my oh, personal boy. favorite. The governor of Montana, who is Western family mayonnaise style, he just won re-election in Montana where Donald Trump won by 20 points, and I think he won by 18 or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, his pros, and we should have used a picture of uh, Sheriff Bullock from Deadwood. Anybody, who's seen Deadwood? Please clap. Really? There we go. Everybody, All right. go, home t- yeah. everybody go home tonight and start This podcast Deadwood. is over. Go this watch is, Deadwood. Everybody get the fuck out. Go watch Deadwood. We can get Deadwood on your computer, right? We can We're just- not a Deadwood promo show anymore. We talked about this. <laughs> we, <know>. we did not. <laughs> I weep. 
So yeah, he's yeah. So he so he is the guy from Deadwood. I think we can all agree on that. Uh, a lot of Democrats love uh, Western governors. That's sort of a weird fixation that a lot of Democrats have. Um, he has been floated as running for the Senate in his own state. Uh, in fact, his in fact Tester actually the Senator John Tester said that he was. John Tester then, made a little whoopsie. Like, yeah, then had like to he did then, with his hands and the then had to walk it back. And there's a real chance that if he ran for senator in his own state, he might lose. This again goes back to you should be able to you should be able to comfortably win your own state. If you are running for president, you can't win your own state. You got problems. I mean, um, ask Al Gore. When your state's only three elect- electoral votes, eh. yeah, but it's a bad, but it's yeah, but it's, it's a, a real, bad look. it's a bad look. It's I mean, a bad Al Gore look. losing Tennessee was it's a real bad ugly. Look. It's a real bad. I'd look. also offer that I'm a very smart person and I had no fucking clue who this person was. <laughs> yeah. So just yeah. adding it. So can we put it to a vote? But use that sweet sweet Western mayonnaise. All right, Eric Garcetti, please clap. Have any of you been to Los Angeles? Like, <laughs> Steve Bullock. We're gonna do, we have to do that we again. We have to do it again. Eric Garcetti. Please clap. Steve Bullock. I think Bullock won that one. I think Bullock, I think Bullock won that okay, one. I think Bullock won that one. Definitely the enthusiasm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's a, sm- a smaller portion of the electorate voted, uh, yelled louder, and that's that, honestly, that'll win it for you in Democratic politics every time. All Cruising right. right along, we have our... Home sister, Kristen Gillibrand. Kirsten Gillibrand, excuse me. Kirsten. <laughs> yeah, that's a good look. All right. Sorry. Yeah. She's done a good job, I think, of positioning herself. So she's un- she understood, she understands her vulnerability better than I think may- maybe anyone, which is the inevitable Clint- comparisons to Hillary Clinton. Right. Uh, senator from New York. Uh, she has done a very, very good job attempting not to be or to appear to be or to run as Becky. Uh, and for that, I think we can all, for that, I think she she, she uh, has earned a great deal of praise. Actually doing quite a good job on that. I think she understands her uh, her her, uh, her liability there quite well. And she has a, re- a, lo- a coterie of really uh, smart and capable operatives that are very loyal to her. Plus so, she's fully advantage. down to kick Donald Trump in the teeth uh, mm-hmm. and honestly jumped on the Franken train pretty early, which I think can only work in her favor. So. Yeah, she's gonna. She's, she will suffer from some inevitable, the inevitable comparisons to Hillary Clinton, and the fact that she wants to be. She's. She understands that the Democratic Party is looking for someone that will punch Trump. It's not clear that she actually would, and I don't. I, I don't mean that as a as a pejorative against her to insult her. I just. She's. She's having trouble wearing that kind of like I am an ass kicker mantle. She's really a more of a more of a thoughtful legislator in some respects. Well, let's see if she can kick her opponent's ass. <gasps> Elizabeth Warren. What? So this is a new flex. We yeah, new style of play. I mean, this mm-hmm. should be relatively self-explanatory. Mm-hmm. Raise the red flag. Raise the red flag. These are sons of bitches who just. Again, yeah. she's from Massachusetts. Yeah, it is the. It's a good solid. Yeah. Uh, and oh, and what, what my favorite statistic. Now that we've already co- covered Cory Booker and we've carried Elizabeth Warren, Cory Booker is seven times more Native American than Elizabeth Warren is. Oh boy. Yeah. Hugely well liked in the base. Very sophisticated thing. By whom, but go on. No, hugely well liked in the base. Uh, I mean, her her email fundraising list would would tell you by whom, and it's it's a large number of people. Uh, can raise a lot of money very quickly, especially for someone who has not exactly endeared herself to Wall Street, uh, which is a very good position in the Democratic Party right now. Very sophisticated thinker on, on actually on on uh, on areas where she is not seen as one on capitalism, on business, on the Democratic Party's relationship to capital. Uh, very more, much more nuanced than she's given credit for being. Again, nuance is what 
people want. Or you didn't build this thing is actually good. Yeah, That's there's a good. lot. It's a good. Shape. Yeah, there's a good. There's a lot. There's a lot to her actually. She's a, a tremendously capable political athlete, uh, which you would not know if you had watched her alienate uh, every Native American voter and a large number of minority voters so with the most ham-handed political fuck up in recent and memory. And it didn't even have to be what like was that. that. So just to recount for at least one person in the audience who doesn't know what we're talking about. Oh, okay. Don, Don, no, no Don, there's a few. There's a few. Okay, okay. Donald right. Trump branded uh, Elizabeth Warren as Pocahontas because there's this ongoing thing that she got her teaching positions at Harvard be based on her being a Native American, even though the, her application doesn't say that she's a Native It's a whole fucking mess, bullshit, nonsense crap. She, for unbeknownst reason, literally unbeknownst reason, like... No one asked. No one asked, and like to come up with this idea, I don't know what amount of drugs over what period of time you have to do to come up with this idea, but she decided to go and get a DNA test and then publicize it already knowing the results. It's not like she was like, oh, just release it when we get it. It was she had seen the numbers and then just decided to release it out into the world. Literally, no one asked for it. Yeah. And that no DNA test revealed that she had some Native American ancestry. Ten generations. Yeah, ten generations or some such. But more to the point, it did actually raise a... What was so tone deaf about this is there are authorities that can identify, that can confer an, an identity as a Native American on someone, and that is the tribal government of the relevant tribe. Uh, did she consult with them? No, she no. did not. Absolutely not. And now she's trying to roll this thing back. It's a real bad look. Again, she's uh, from yeah. Massachusetts. Okay, so that was just inexplicable and a strange Forced error that actually I think is likely to be very costly. Also, I mean, this is for the this is the primary. She she does she is the name uh, that is that Republicans use to scare swing voters. She's one of those names, uh, and that that may matter to some Democratic primary. So voters. shall we put it to a vote? Let's put it to a vote. We have no Kirsten Gillibrand, please clap, and Elizabeth Warren, please clap. That was pretty Let me close. Hear Elizabeth Warren one more time. <laughs> Kirsten Gillibrand. I think the Gillibrand's got it. I think it's Warren. I was looking I actually at think, like uh, raw numbers of clappers. No, it's not numbers. But again, it's but again, it's not numbers. It's actual noise. This is the Democratic Party. Well, there we go. We got one more chance. Yeah. Okay. Elizabeth Warren. After, after that preamble, that's all you're coming up with? Kirsten Gillibrand. Ah. Ah, there we go. All right, all that right. That was the secret. There we go. All right. It, honestly, this is this is so much Democratic politics. All right, we're going to start like clipping through. We promise. Louder. Yep. Next up is Howard Schultz. Um, if you don't know who Howard Schultz is, I super don't blame you. Yeah. Um, so Howard Schultz is the uh, founder and former CEO of Starbucks, um, which, I mean, that's really the only thing you need to know, Starbucks. Um, so I guess the pro, I think some people will be attracted to the fact that he runs a business. Like, isn't that nice? I think Trump will maybe try to relate to him on a business owner type level before finding something stupid to say about him. Um, but the con is that the coffee is crap. Like it's really bad. I hate it. I think there was a Starbucks in Trump Tower. Probably, but like, bleh. Um, also who Those are the asked? Same people that are going to get Trump ice cream. Like right. But also, who who asked for this? Who asked for no. Howard Schultz to run? Literally no one. I mean, he has a shitload of money, and I think that makes him feel entitled to running for president. And isn't that nice for you? Mm -hmm. um, anything else to add? I really think that's it. No. Great. No. Okay, moving on. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Sherrod Brown, he's the senator from Ohio. He's a gentleman who, if you looked at his picture and knew he was 66, you'd be kind of, eh, okay. 
Um, he is real mayonnaise. Mm-hmm. Um, big the original pro, mayonnaise. Big pro for him is that he won in Ohio and has consistently won in Ohio, which is really saying something. Um, and he's very well liked in D.C. on both sides of the aisle, the con being that he's really well liked in D.C. on both sides of the aisle. He will appear falsely, I think, as a leader as a leader in the clubhouse on the basis of the fact that a lot of people in D.C. really like him. How well that's going to play anywhere, especially uh, you know, especially outside of Ohio, where again he's won re-election, not entirely clear. But he seems to be doing it. All right, let's stack him up. Howard Schultz. Please go. <laughs> Great. Democrat, yes. do, do, are we not crying out for the former CEO of Starbucks? Is this not the hero that we crave? I love it. Brown. Sure. Brown. All right. All right. That, that, that feels right, honestly. All right. It so I think good. with that, we've gone through the first round of the Yi district. All right. We turn now. Just so you all know, we knew that the first round was going to take a long time. Yeah, this time. is the longest round by a country we have to mile. The, the candidates, et cetera, et cetera. And their styles. Yeah, all right. When you, when you all want to play Vanna for a little while? Yeah, I can do it. Or do you get it? All right. Ooh, I really want to. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I like a microphone. Sure. Who doesn't? All right. Turning now to the, I think the top overall seed in the entire tournament, if I'm not, if I'm not mistaken. Surprisingly to me number and disappointing one, to me. Number one, yeah, because again, the people Ellie Jacobs hates, the side list of, uh, of candidates with whom I Ellie Jacobs I don't hate Kamala is Harris. I just don't particularly like people whose staff are treated like trash. Well, they, we're going to we're gonna come to that. Uh, yes, yeah, so Kamala Harris, right? So number one overall seed in the entire draft. Um, she actually can be an inspirational figure. She can be very motivating uh, to, uh, to listen to. That's actually a, a lot harder than it sounds. Uh, and she comes from a state that is so incomprehensibly vast. Uh, it, you know, it defies description and beggars belief, uh, which means that she has a lot of votes going her way in the primary, and also she will be able to raise more money than anyone has ever seen. Most of the Democratic Party's <laughs> funding in this cycle uh, of 2018 came from the great state of California, and particularly from uh, the Bay Area. She will have access to in large, all of in that. large part to thanks to Nancy Pelosi. Thanks to Nancy Pelosi, but a lot of that's going to go Kamala Harris's way. Uh, the con, she is actually a very serious prosecutor at a time when the Democratic Party is beginning to reevaluate its relationship with what some people might call the carceral state. Um, and uh, she got or a, when we get to the general election, what some people would consider their relationship with law and order. But yeah, that's a side sure. point. Uh, there's the, the the fancy hotels thing. She got in a little bit of trouble early in in her Senate race because she was running out of money because she was staying at. The, uh, at the Ritz-Carlton whenever she traveled. Uh, that's a real thing that happened. Who amongst us? Who amongst us? Yeah, don't we all? Who, who amongst us hasn't gone broke? I've traveled, with, I've traveled with many of you here. Someone who, is good at, uh, someone who is good at finances, please save me. My family is dying because we live at the Ritz-Carlton. Um, yeah, so, but this is two things. First, that was just an error of judgment on her part. But secondly, uh, she shit-canned any of the staff that wouldn't let her stay there. So um, she eventually got it together, uh, but but she has been through an inordinate number of senior staff uh, in her first year as a senator. So she, the ability to get, she'll have a lot of money. She's considered a you know an enormous hope for the party. She'll be able to gather a staff. It will be hard for her to retain them. Uh, so that's Kamala. That, that would be the the principal downside of Kamala Harris. And she is uh, on team celebrity. Obviously. Yeah, and she is running. You got it. Tulsi Gabbard. <laughs> Is that a light boot? That's good. I don't know. Phil, would you like to in- in- intro Tulsi Gabbard? <laughs> no, no. That's no. no. We only we only have we only got an hour. Yeah. So. 
Yes. So again, she at one point was considered a potential future uh, great hope for the party. Uh, She's young. She's energetic. Uh, She comes from this absolutely lovely place. Uh, The problem is she is, I I am not kidding. I wish I were. She is literally an apologist for Bashar. Yeah, we really should have used the Syrian flag. Yeah, I mean. The the red flag doesn't even work on this one. Yeah, she is not great. She's worse than the editors of Vogue. Yeah. So uh, let's not talk anymore about this one. All I right. don't even want, we're not even putting this up to a vote because I don't want you bad Larrys to fuck this up for us. No, we've got <laughs> we've got to do it. This is yeah, this yeah this yeah by a cent. Uh, please clap by a claim. All right, by a claim. By a claim. Harris by a claim. All right. Next up, we will keep the red flag flying here. <laughs> everyone's everyone's favorite socialist uncle. Bernie Sanders, sitting senator from Vermont, the oldest of the candidates, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. I believe um, you're correct. 2016 phenomenon, still has an enormous uh, following within the party proportionally. But he's also looked like this since he was in his 50s. Since so. yeah. he was born. Yeah. He yeah. came yeah. out the womb like this. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> My father, who did his uh, grad school and then lived in Vermont um, went immediately thereafter, uh, had said to me that he didn't vote for Bernie Sanders because Bernie Sanders was too left, was too commie for him. And this was in the 70s in Vermont. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So the challenge for him is going to be uh, that he is in part that he is a, a giant coalition of enemies who blame him for what happened in 2016. Uh, he has a lot of other uh, a lot of other enemies within the party who are not crazy about his age uh, or about the fact that he seems a little bit tone deaf on some of the what you might call social issues or that, that are coming to Democrat Democrat or define the Democratic Party. He's never been a Democrat. And there are a few people who are against that as well. Yeah. So that's that's Uncle Bernie for you. And on. Yeah, that is right. Martin O'Malley. He's back, friends. <laughs> the name you know, the name you crave. A special place to help for Martin O'Malley, who is himself leftover mayonnaise. <laughs> we had to create it for him. Former governor of Maryland, former presidential candidate. He, made, he made the cut because he was the mayor in The Wire. Yeah. And if I swear to God, if y'all haven't seen The Wire, like between yeah. Deadwood and The Wire. Just, this, is a, this is an HBO standing show now. This is all we do. Okay. So he is still as smart and affable as he was when he went to Iowa, where he won half a percent more than I did. Uh, also, he still plays in a Celtic rock band. I leave it up to you if this is a good thing or not, friends. Also, I think one of my favorite cons about Martin O'Malley was a joke that, I don't know, one of the late night hosts did, but said that Martin O'Malley tonight went unnoticed at a Martin O'Malley event, <laughs> which I fully, 100% believe I could it's, run into that motherfucker on the street and I wouldn't know who he was. It's yeah. true. He has the dubious distinction of having hosted a meet and greet in an Iowa diner to which no one came. Wow. My favorite. Famously, the presidential candidate, the only presidential candidate I can think of who hosted a meet and greet in an Iowa diner that got no one. My favorite distinction is in whatever that first debate was, he was the not Bernie, not Hillary guy who didn't talk about the metric system. <laughs> but if he, but if he, if he's back with the metric system, he will be unstoppable. It was Lincoln like Chafee. Lincoln Lincoln Chafee. Chafee. Yeah. 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 All right. All right. Let's do this. All right. Let's do this thing. All right. Oh boy, this is going to be a good one. Bernie Sanders, please clap. <laughs> the enthusiasm is overwhelming. All right, Martin O'Malley, the name you know, please clap. I like it. I like where your head's at a lot, but I'm sorry. It's Bernie Sanders. All right, friends. I'm sorry about it, too, to be honest. Carrying straight on to Beto O'Rourke. Present status, man. He's just hanging out. He's, he's good. He's at Whataburger. Yeah, he's, he's, he's fine. He should be taking a nap. He deserves it. Yeah. Yeah. Went to every county in Texas. Enormously hard worker. Uh, Raised a bajillion every, fuck ton shitball load of money. Every dollar, every dollar in the country he raised himself. Uh, yeah, 2018's biggest star by a country mile. 
Uh, LeBron James wore a Beto hat in, uh, into a game. Like he's just he was a phenomenon, right? Came within uh, within three points of uh, of beating Ted Cruz. Honestly, which is basically like only losing to the devil by three points in hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's nicely put. That's yeah. So the question for him really. How much? How can he can he keep this up against a sustained attack from both left and right? This is a real question because he didn't really have. I mean, there was, there wasn't a serious primary uh, opponent for Beto. His basic campaign pitch was, "I'm a Democrat." Yeah, Honestly, and the other and the other guy is Ted Cruz. Not that the other guy's a Republican. The other guy is Ted Cruz. And in a national campaign context, like in a Texas context, Beto O'Rourke is incredibly exciting. But you had to think about him in a national, like cross country appeal. It's Beto O'Rourke. How excited are you actually? Hmm. Yeah, and he's not going to be running against Ted Cruz in the Democratic Party primary, which may cause people to uh, take a more critical look at him. So that is Beto O'Rourke. And he's running against... This honestly is my favorite candidate. This guy. He's in the mix, friends. (laughs) Straight Straight out of wild, wonderful West Virginia. This dude's like a fleck of testosterone that had too much adrenaline. I yeah. want him to win so badly. Yeah, I know he is. You know, I mean, he's—I don't even know what to say. He's got a—he's got a certain amount of appeal. He voted everybody, for, saw, he vo- everybody saw idiocracy at least, right? Yeah. Everybody saw idiocracy. Yeah. He's so Terry Crews as president. That—that's—that's that's our guy. That's yeah. where we're at. He's—he voted for Trump. Now he wants to punch Donald Trump. You can't say fairer than that. I think he actually said it in interview. I want to punch Donald Trump in the yeah. dick. Yeah. yeah. I think he might actually be the original Trump can suck my baldness guy. Yeah. But yeah. All right. Let's. Yeah, this is my favorite because I love reality television, and I think he would be really good yeah. on reality TV. Um, so should we put it to a vote? Bader O'Rourke, please clap. <laughs> Richard Ojeda. <laughs> Richard Ojeda, please clap. Excellent. I still like where your head's at. I like you a lot. This is good. Enthusiasm. It means a lot. That is me. also exactly how the primary is going to go. There's going to be one guy who is just going to go down with yeah, a ship on this one. Yeah, it's going to be me. Yeah, that's going to be Max. <laughs> ah, love it. All right. Now the uh, th- thank you, Phil, for pointing out the wildly overseated Tom Steyer, <laughs> whose job is to be fantastically wealthy, and he does an excellent job I of it. I want that job. Gives away a lot of money to very good causes. Uh, he's also actually, a guy who, at sixty-one, looks about twice that. I'm telling you, man, the the, 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 yeah, the venture capital business is a hard game, my friends. Uh, yeah, no, he's so, a hedge fund dude. He doesn't create any value for anyone. Well, that's true. There's but, a huge difference. Yeah, but he's so he, so he's well liked on the left because he found he's he founded and funds an enormous organization called Next Generation, which does uh, Next Gen America work. Does some good work on climate change. He's well liked on the left. They do ex- they do excellent work. They also make some interesting enemies, uh, some of whom are in this room. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, actually, I, I, maybe we shouldn't do this, but I'm going to do it. Uh, if Next Gen has ever really, really pissed you off through some kind of active operational fuckery, please clap. <laughs> Thank you. All right, good. Yeah. Excellent. So there's a constituency. Thanks, man. I hey, appreciate Frank, it. Frank, can you cut other Frank off? <laughs> no. So, all right. So here's the so here's the big con, the big uh, the big down the big downside for this, other than the fact that no one particularly asks for these billionaires to run. Um, he's going to take a like we're going to disrupt politics attitude. What if we innovated politics? Sure, fine, buddy. Try it. Let me know how that goes. All right. What else have we got? And he next, is next sorry? up uh, is Klobuchar. Amy Klobuchar. Again, this is there is again another person in this audience who thinks she's wildly underseated. I guess we're about to find out. Uh, what she is uh, straight out of the uh, of the people crave mayonnaise camp. She has a lot of energy. She's a good. She's a good if speaker. If you ask someone conflict. to draw what somebody from Minnesota should look like, yeah, you have one of two categories. You have that, or you have known and loved by many people in the audience, Andrew Boreen. 
who yeah. basically looks like he walked off a Viking ship. That's true. Those are the only kinds. Of, those are the only two kinds of people out of those Minnesota. Are the, those are the two Minnesotans. That is absolutely right. Uh, the Democratic Party loves Minnesotans for interesting reasons. We are overdue, I think, for a Minnesotan, uh, and as a result, yeah, I mean. You know, yeah, it's worked out really well in the past. Well, I didn't say it was a good idea. I just say every once in a while, we're like, let's get one of these really <laughs> pleasant Scandic types to come down here and try and feed us a hot dish in bars. But aha, she is so, not pleasant, Frank. Well, this is the problem. She is famously ill-tempered uh, and uh, and has struggled to retain staff because, among other things, she throws her lunch at them. That makes it real hard to maintain a campaign staff. So she may. St- it's it, so can she hire people? Sure. Can she keep them? Eh. So there is your there's your matchup. Steyer versus Klobuchar. Steyer, please clap. Please clap. Amy Klobuchar, please clap. That's exactly how it would go. Clear winner. This is not nearly chaotic or violent enough, but this is otherwise exactly how the primary is going to well, go. Well, when we get further on, people are going to get jousts. That's like true. We're going to make people fight for it. Okay. All right, we can probably clip through the next couple. Yeah, these are going to yeah. we're going to get through this one. Mitch Landrieu, the former mayor of New Orleans, uh, most. Best, best known for a pretty phenomenal speech he gave about taking, taking down uh, Confederate statues in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a mayor. Yeah. He's got I have nothing the, else. He's got, he's, got all the lim- he's got all the strengths and limitations of mayors. Like, uh, like, like all of us, you can't, you can't leave NOLA unscathed. He, he, he built, and he, he did not. <laughs> he built NOLA up pretty better than I think most people expected, but he also privatized the security system and some other things. Yeah. So anyway, that is... Mitch Landrieu. Yeah, that's Mitch Landrieu. And one of the reasons we're blowing through this is that he's up against Eric Swalwell. Can Why I get a, who the fuck is that? <laughs> Why this is happening is beyond me. Uh, and so friends by and so friends by general acclaim. Uh, I you know Mitch Landrieu, please clap. Anyone for Eric Swalwell, please clap. One guy, thank you very much. I appreciate it. All right, Mitch. Mitch Landry, that's exactly what it's going to sound like. It's not clear why he started or where he's going. All right, friends. All right, we got Andrew Cuomo, our home state governor. His pros are he's Andrew Cuomo. He can run a shit. He can raise a shit ton of money. He put on some serious gun restrictions in the state of New York. He legalized um, same-sex marriage. Uh, he's going to le- he's going to legalize pot. Yeah. Um, and he's Andrew Cuomo, and if there's anyone you really, 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 really don't want to be in a dark alley with. It's Andrew Cuomo, because he will kill you and then eat your face. Yeah. And it, the con for Andrew Cuomo is that it took me over 45 minutes to get to work today. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. And that, and that he has a legion of enemies. Right. Bear in mind that the vast majority of reporters that cover this shit are on, take that train back and forth through yeah. Penn Station, so they all hate fucking Andrew Cuomo. Yeah. It's going to be tough for him. And he faces off against maybe his kind of like polar opposite, uh, in some respects, John Hickenlooper, a man who never met anyone who didn't he didn't like. Yeah, straight out of the Western Manny's family. Uh, Colorado, it may surprise none of you to learn, is doing extremely well. Um, that largely due to the efforts of Colorado, famous Colorado Sarah Moss, who's with us here today, uh, but uh, but also because of some uh, some at least some elements of his enlightened leadership. The man is a brewer, which has got to count for something. I mean, come on. Into the like brewing and. Yeah. Aspects of yeah. This man had a ponytail until like five yeah. minutes before he ran for yeah. election. Yeah. Ran for office. Yeah. He's got a good record to run on as governor I'm of Colorado. I know I there are people in this room who might disagree. Uh, on the other hand, he has come a cropper with the environmental community because of fracking, which he's a big fan of. Uh, he is, I think it's fair to say, and again, I defer to the Colorado in the room, but one of the duller people in, the, in this primary, uh, very much of the Manny's family. Uh, and uh, there and was also, talk of him running a joint ticket with John Kasich, and John yeah. Kasich was the exciting one. Yes, we don't care for we don't. Wow. 
so damn it's savage we don't care for alt centrism here i don't think it i think that's not a secret for anyone who's listened to this podcast uh, both of you uh, and he has some unfortunate alt centrist tendencies so that's your that and that that Kasich thing is exactly it what the people want is Kasich and me sure excellent right. i look forward to that all right andrew cuomo destroyer of subways and dreams john john hickenlooper boring guy who brews beer Give me John Hickenlooper. Give me John Hickenlooper. I think the loop gets it. The loop gets it. Now here's here's a name you know. I don't want him. I don't, here's it. Here, I don't no. fucking want to do it. <laughs> no, it's okay. He's from Massachusetts. He ran before. Didn't come out better. Friends, it's the name you know. It's the jaw you know. He grows ever more stately. On the other hand. Fucking what? why? How is he only so 74? Why? I know. How why? is he only 74? He should be at least keeper. 112. Why is this yeah. happening? Oh, oh my God. Right, so fuck that. Move on. We're not okay, even talking guys. about that. He's running against Scott Peters. Who? Good question. Uh, the sitting U.S. congressman from uh, Southern California, uh, in, in the great uh, city of San Diego. Uh, he, San Diego. San Diego. He's hugely, yes. A whale's Hugely, yes. yes. Quite so. Sorry, it had to happen. He can, uh, he can self-fund because his wife is fantastically wealthy. I think he's like um, the sixth wealthiest member of Congress. Yes. 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 Uh, yeah, that's exactly right. He's just like John Kerry. This is a perfect matchup. Uh, he is a very affable and pleasant person whose city serves a very nice fish taco. Uh, on the other hand, no one has any idea who he is or why he is doing this. Well, he's from California, and they're all just they're all running. They're all running, yeah. Okay, so then... Because the primary is earlier this year. Mm-hmm. Putting it to a vote. Uh, John Kerry, please clap. Please clap. That hurts. Scott Peters. That hurts. Scott Peters, please, please clap. clap. I, think, I think we still have to give it to John I Kerry, but... But I appreciate your enthusiasm. I like the direction of travel on this one. All right, we're almost done with round one. Yeah. And then things are going to pick up, and we'll be able to round this off pretty nicely. <laughs> This picture yeah. is so bad. Wow. Yeah. Makes it perfect. Yeah. So, friends. Another jackass from California. Yeah. So, this is another Californian. This is the head of the House Intelligence Committee. Um, it is, right? Intelligence? Uh, select yeah. Committee. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. Thank you very much. Uh, yes. Adam Schiff. Uh, you know. Well, Donald Trump has already branded as Adam Shit. <laughs> yeah. Which, oh, man. That's, that's a bad, that's a bad <laughs> break right <laughs> out of the gate. Same. Same. <laughs> Yeah, people in NatSec love him. He's really smart. He's really capable. He's extremely well-liked. Uh, there's never been any history of Democrats wanting that in a nominee, uh, but it's got to count for something. Anyone else have anything to say about Adam Schiff? I do not. No? no All right. Cares. Let's move on to our dark horse. To moving on to our favorite, Mayor Pete Buttigieg. Pete Buttigieg. Buttigieg. Mayor, Mayor Pete. Pete. Mayor Pete. Mayor of South Bend, Indiana. Yes. That, that famous launching position for national, both Democratic <laughs> campaigns and candidates. The hotbed of leadership. Pete Buttigieg, he is a... He's Vol- a- volunteered for the Navy, served uh, in, in Afghanistan while he was in office, conducted yeah. business with our good friend Mike Schmuel, who was actually running the city at the time. Yep. Uh, he, came out, he came out as uh, gay uh, two years ago, three years yep. ago, and, a, Married and, then, won, and then won re-election afterwards in yeah. South Bend, Indiana, which yep. those of you who pay attention to college football is the home of Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's, a Rhodes, we'll he's a Rhodes Scholar. Um, Basically, this should be the direction that we should be going in, but we will figure out a way to fuck this up. He's enormously talented. He has a great politics that he can speak about in ways that are animating and visceral. He's he's awesome. He's a real phenomenon. He also ran for DNC chair. He did not win, as you all know. Uh, He was never going to win. He ran so well and capably that he left in a very, very good place, raised a lot of money, gave himself a platform. Uh, He's he's the real deal. He also uh, looks like he's about 14 years old. And again, he is from and is a the town of and is a fan of Notre Dame. Uh, and for that should be stricken from this. I move that he be removed from the contest altogether. 
So which, I don't give a which, shit. Which team? Which team is in the playoffs? <laughs> All right, so... Literally moving on. Also, owned. if you asked my mom who this was, she wouldn't know. Most people don't know who this is. They don't know how... Like, he needs to change his last name to just... Well, he but. can't shorten it, because that's not good. <laughs> I don't know. I'm surprised about the girl whose last name was... You can just be PDB. 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 We should talk, okay. to, we should talk to Mike. Great. Put it on the list. Uh, Schiff, please clap. Damn. Cool, 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 cool. Holy smokes. Um, I did quite the sales job. Yeah, Remember this when I talked to Mike about right. a job. That's right. Great. <laughs> Mayor Pete. Please clap. All right. That's what we like to hear. All right. All right. Friends. Everybody take a deep breath. We made it. We made it. Woo. We made it through the first round. We're getting there. Now, right. it goes, now it goes quickly. Now we're going to heat up. All right. It's time I for chaos. I that last name. Jesus Christ. I know. It's, it is Maltese. It's Maltese. <laughs> I believe it means like Jesus. chicken fucker or something. Sure, sure, sure. All right, friends. All right. Which corner do you want to take it from? Upper left? Yeah. All right, now, holy smokes, now we've got a battle of the Titans, friends. Corey Booker. Do we need to search through this thing and find the pictures and everything again? No, no, everybody? we're good. Awesome. Remember, remember most of these people? Awesome. I honestly think that we so should do some fighting, and then we'll put it to your votes. Yeah. And we'll just crank through it. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Booker versus Abrams. It's going to be Stacey Abrams, and I don't really want to talk about it. Yeah, I, 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 <laughs> yeah, I, I know. No, you'll get no argument from me. Really? You don't want to fight about that? I don't want to. I, I don't know. I, no. Awesome. Stacey actually, Abrams it is. I'm actually extremely looking forward to that. All right, Stacey Abrams. All right. Thank you, next. Wait, are we asking for them to vote or no? Yeah, we are asking for the vote. Oh, All in favor of Stacey Abrams over this guy, please clap. Stacey Abrams. Stacey Abrams. Okay, oh, okay. Anyone want to hold uh, a candle for Cory Booker? Please Corey clap. Booker, please clap. Holy shit, we're out. No, all right. It's Cory Booker. The people None have spoken. None of y'all are my friends anymore. They've chosen poorly. Yeah. And I'm making eye contact with a few of you. The people have spoken and they've chosen poorly. No. Where, where's my bourbon? It's Booker. Goodbye. It's Booker. Oh, hit All right. Fine. Booker can win. Whatever. All right, Moving friends. On. All right, friends. Joe Biden versus Julian Castro. I think the party's moving younger. I think it, he I is. I swear to God, this is like a battle between yeah. like leftover pizza and less, leftover no. Chinese food. But both he is, are great. Yeah, both. Yes, so exactly. In less so. Yeah. I mean, are He's, we actually they're talking about who is more likely to win or who we want to win? Eh, either. I mean, I would I would say I think the party's trend the party's trending younger, and this is also the only Latinx candidate, which in the Democratic Party does count for a lot. But Biden is a fucking powerhouse. Yeah. yeah. That motherfucker can raise money, and I don't know if Castro can actually raise that kind of money or get the kind of staff that Biden could get. So I'll, state, real I'll state this: I didn't state it earlier. I don't believe Joe Biden's going to run, but if he does, he's going to run the he's table running. for a while. Yeah, he's running for sure. So. All right, friends. Joe Biden, please clap. All right. Julian, Julian Castro, please clap. I like where your head's at a lot, but no, sadly, it's Biden. Strong, but not strong enough, friend. All right. All right. We're getting here. All right, friends. Oh, this is so white. This is the this is this is a straight up mayo battle. This is the one we've been wanting. Yeah. yeah so, <laughs> holy shit! This Murphy is this Bullock. is such a bad matchup. <laughs> Chris Murphy, the senator from oh, Connecticut, and Steve Bullock, governor of Montana. Governor of Montana. Wow. Uh, oh, boy. I mean, if we're playing this out, Bullock is going to do much better in Iowa than Chris Murphy ever possibly could. Yeah, but how, like, how much does that actually matter? No, I mean, it's a fair good, question. It's a good question. It's a very fair question. Does anyone have any strong views on this they want to express? No, no. Let's talk about Deadwood. Let's all talk right. about Chris, Deadwood. Let's talk about. It is all about Deadwood. All right, friends. Chris Murphy, please clap. The sh the sheriff from Deadwood, please clap. All right, that's it. Wow. 
Onward and upward, friends. I'm sorry, for someone that I didn't hear before prep for this show, this guy is moving along pretty fast. Uh, no, he's going he's gonna to win the nomination. This, this is what I'm saying. All right. No, I don't I'm, want that to happen. I'm looking forward to this with great anticipation. All right. Kristen Gillibrand uh, versus Sherrod Brown. This is another one out of the mayonnaise, out of the mayonnaise play styles, and I think they match up pretty favorably. I, I mean, if you're asking me, I feel like... Well, I was, I was going to say that I feel like more people know who... I don't know why that keeps being my metric, but I'll go for it. It's an important um, one. Mm-hmm. I feel like more people know who Kirsten Gillibrand is than know who Sherrod Brown is, but that's probably because I live in New York, uh, and she's better on some of the issues that I care about more specifically. But if we're talking about then uh, a field in which Hillary Clinton did not win president last time, I think there's going to be a lot stronger push to have a female candidate. I think if Sherrod Brown were to come up with a reason why he should be president other than the fact that he won a race in Ohio, he could catch fire, but I don't know that he can. Kirsten's also mm-hmm. just going to have a better story. It's going to be a more compelling reason to vote for me than to vote for Sherrod Brown and me being Kirsten Gillibrand. So. Yeah, that's right. All right, folks. I'd rather add to that. Yeah. Gillibrand, please clap. Please clap. Sherrod Brown. Great. Please clap. All right. That's basically what happened that, when that, he said, please clap. That was the Jeb moment right there. Yeah. yeah. If any of you, if you all don't know what we're talking about, there was a moment during the primaries where Jeb Bush had to ask the crowd to clap. It was awesome. All right, we're back to a clap. This is a great matchup right here, a battle of the oh, titans. Sweet shit. This yeah. is the thing of nightmares. versus Sanders is the fight that I'm fucking craving. Like, I want to see this shit right now. The it's only reason a, I want to see this shit is because one of them won't walk away. It's happening, and then we friends. get rid of one of them. I mean, Sanders will probably die. Yeah, yeah. If no, Ellie, no, no. If anyone lets Ellie near him, he he's like would. Lennon. He's just gonna. He's just gonna stay. Oh, he's like just he is like Rasputin. Can't be killed. With crazy hair. The, yeah. <laughs> All right, friends. Let's do this thing. Harris. Kamala Harris. Please clap. Please clap. Yeah. Hell yeah. All right. Bernie, Sa- Bernie Sanders. Please clap. Ooh. Oh, oh, wow. Damn. I know. Oh, God. Now I know why we're all friends. Counter-revolutionaries, wreckers and kulaks, enemies of the people and the revolution everywhere. This is terrible. They're all going sent to Siberia. That's exactly right. All right, friends. All right. Beto O'Rourke versus Amy Klobuchar. I mean, it's a national phenomenon versus... Amy Klobuchar, I don't know what to tell you. Like, I don't know, I mean... I, <laughs> oh I, I kind of think, like, I mean, I made fun of it before, but, like, losing to the devil in hell, I don't really see that that should be, like, qualifications for running for president, and he has no record other than that. Yeah. He drove cross-country with Will Hurd and FaceTimed I mean, it. Yeah. Who, like, if, they, if, they put, if you put them in a debate situation, who would mop the floor with who? Hmm. We've got I some strong, all right, good. We've got some strong murmurs coming from out of the back. I probably would. I don't know how, if he knows how to face that kind of a candidate. Who wins the debate? No. We've got some strong views. Yeah, he is a better retail politician. I don't see how she beats him yeah. on a one-on-one. Right, let's, turn it to, let's turn it to the vote. All right, O'Rourke. Better O'Rourke, clap. please clap. <laughs> Amy, Amy Klobuchar, please clap. All right, a small minority, but a good one, yeah, but a solid one. Beto O'Rourke advances. Yeah. This actually is... Guys, there's a lot of beer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, actually, oh, we'll leave sorry. that thing down. All right. We don't really Mitch okay. Landrew um, versus Andrew John Hickenlooper. The heavyweight fight you've been craving. Uh, yeah, Mitch Landrew versus Hickenlooper. It, you know, mayonnaise versus I will, I am, you know, from Louisiana, will punch Trump in the mouth. Who wants Mitch Landrew? Please clap. 
Who wants, who, who wants John Hickenlooper? Please clap. Wow. Wow. A lot of you didn't clap at all. And Pass. Because you hate all of them. Uh, them Pass. Yeah, I don't blame you. All right, show me. I, th- I think that, that sounded like Mitch Landrieu to me, to be honest with you, maybe a little bit. Yeah? Yeah. Landrieu? Can we hear Landrieu again? Can we hear Hickenlooper again? Can, can we hear for the loop? Okay, that's... <laughs> Even more. <laughs> wow. The people have, the people have spoken. I don't even want to have this next conversation. Oh, my God. Oh, this is so bad. Harry versus Buttigieg. Oh, no. Name recognition versus Honestly. youth and vitality and promise. The dream of a better tomorrow versus John Kerry. In reality, oh, John boy. Kerry would blow him out of the water. Uh, I don't know. I'm not. It was, that, that, that was a very long time ago. Of, of heavyweight alone. I mean. I'm not sure there's the appetite for John Kerry that, that John Kerry thinks there is. I agree. I, I think don't think there was ever the appetite for John, John Kerry yeah, that John Kerry thought there was. Think about pure mm, yes. machinery. Pete's going to have, yes, lovely people working for him, but in terms of democratic institutional heft... They're going to work for Biden. They're going to yeah, all They're those, all going to go all work for Biden. All the all the veterans are all the veterans are going somewhere else, but like it occurs within the context of the tournament. Yeah. But I mean, yes. But yeah. The institutional arm that Kerry would have will always be stronger than Pete has. Always. Yeah. It just will be. Yeah, and uh, and insurgent his, his people are rapidly dying off, and, and ins- they're all dead. And insurgent and insurgent Democratic candidates are beating inst- are beating establishment Democrats a lot in primaries these days. All right, let's put this up. I would rather have Pete win. Let, let Pete yeah, know. let's put let's put this guy up. Okay, John Kerry, please clap. Please clap. Wow, bad sign. Pete Buttigieg, please clap. Mayor Pete, triumphant. <laughs> all right. Oh, Pete speaks Arabic fluently, by the way. <laughs> uh, you make some interesting points. All right, we're All right. making some really good progress. All right, Maggie, you want to you want to switch around, or are you I cool? Do. I'm tired. Okay. All right, I got it. I know. And pretty and smart. Yes. All the things. All right, friends. I love seating my the audience with my friends. All right, let us carry on. So now we're now now we're into the realm of what this thing actually very well might look like. Cory Booker versus Holy Joe shit, look at Biden. that. Yeah. That's a really good matchup, to be honest. We didn't plan this this way. real matchup. Cory Booker versus Joe Biden. Wow. That's rough. I don't know. Where do we start? Uh, Not with how much you hate him. <laughs> there, is, there, is, there is a book of oppo waiting to get published about Cory Booker figuratively speaking, that will not only eliminate him from possibly being president, but likely take him out of public life forever. I also think that just even with Anita Hill and some of the like Me Too shit that could be going around Joe Biden, he's a little bit better at avoiding it than I think Cory Booker is. Well, yeah. Like, I think he's just better yeah. at the game, for sure. Yeah, and he's Joe Biden has done a very good job of putting himself on the face of, you know, um, college sexual assault and things like that. Yeah. Truth. Thank you. And he survived a lot of those things in 2008. Okay. All right, let's put it up there. Cory Booker, please clap. <laughs> out there. All right. Joe Biden, please clap. <laughs> All right. Joe Biden takes it. I legit feel like this is probably what the final, like, final group this is, is going to be. We're doing very well. We're doing very well. All right. The sheriff from Deadwood is going to face off against Kristen Gillibrand. Uh, this is a. I honestly have no idea how to pick this thing. This is to say that blindingly it, like, white. Except to say yeah, this is Ooh. just like this is so much mayonnaise. I I can't I, I can't begin to understand it. 
Uh, Gillibrand obviously has, like, except to say in this matchup, she has huge structural advantages here on fundraising alone, name recognition. Uh, I am not sure that people are going to embrace man. I, I think given a choice between a mayonnaise dude and a mayonnaise lady, I think a lot of the Democratic Party would like a mayonnaise, a mayonnaise lady. lady. I agree. I'm a just, mayonnaise I'm, lady. I'm, 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 Coincidentally, I'm, that's the name of my first single. So, like, be aware. <laughs> mayonnaise lady. Yeah. Mayonnaise yeah. lady, I called it. It's my band name. No. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> All right, Seth Bullock, please. I will actually say that I think I think in a one-on-one in a retail situation. Seth Bullock, I'm going with Seth Bullock. We just we're just merging white people now. Yeah. We all look the same. It's fine. We're all just. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I, I think in a in a one-on-one retail game, he will crush her in Iowa and in New Hampshire and South Carolina. Again, all things yeah. remain to eat, taking all the other things out. I think she will. I think he will crush her. Okay. I don't right, know that thanks. much about him to rebut Steve that. Steve or Seth Bullock, please clap. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Kirsten Gillibrand, please clap. <laughs> Special vote for Sandra Bullock, please clap. We're all voting for Sandra Bullock all the time. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Now we're back in it. Oh, damn. Wow, friends. Harris wow. versus O'Rourke. Woo! Spicy. Yeah. This, so, we're, yeah, so it is a battle of the celebrity play, uh, play styles. Uh, both can raise money. Both are well-known. Both are well-liked. Both have hugely loyal uh, constituencies within the party. That's true. You know, one did not win the race that he was no, both best known for. Yeah. yeah. One, beat a Demo- one beat a Democrat en route to winning... Uh, another Democrat en route to winning Cal- her Senate seat. So it's a... <laughs> Boy, it's pick him at this one. All right, friends, we're just going to put this one up, I think. Kamala Harris, please clap. <laughs> Beto O'Rourke, please clap. I genuinely feel the fact that Beto O'Rourke is doing so well is that we're doing a very poor job with our podcast for, like, weeks now. Yeah, first, I'm very surprised that O'Rourke won, but, why, like, why stop, okay. Why stop now? Yeah. <laughs> All right, and and you know, and down here uh, in uh, honestly, this in, is the in, unknown category. Yeah, the like, unknown, who the are dark, these in people? The dark horse, uh, in the dark horse, unusual name category. Yeah, uh, it's uh, Mitch Landrew versus Pete Buttigieg, the mayor. Two mayors, two mayors. The mayor of, of uh, New Orleans, the mayor of South Bend, Indiana. I do love a mayor off. We do love a mayor off. Yeah, the, you, you people do say that. Most mm-hmm. of these are done by dual, I believe. Yes. Yeah, as, as as was the style at the time. Yeah, Mitch Landrew, please clap. Pete Buttigieg, please clap. Yeah, Mayor Pete. He's going to be president by the time this thing is over. Uh, we should conference in Mike. Yeah, wow. Okay. We've got a solution for you. Don't run a primary. Run a weird tournament. Yeah. <laughs> Holy smokes! All right. So. It All right. Goes. We have a final four, folks. So, it, so is it? It's Biden versus no. It's Biden versus Gillibrand. Buttigieg versus. So final yeah. four, just for those playing at home, uh, is in the ye category is Biden and Gillibrand in the ha category is O'Rourke and Buttigieg. And honestly, I'm mad disappointed there's only one woman in there. That's sad. That's sad. It's grim. It's grim. All right. Let's have it out. Biden and Gillibrand. Biden and Gillibrand. Oh, boy. Last chance to turn away from the leftovers, people, on this one. That's so tough. This is a wildly plausible match. Yeah. No, I 100% agree. Whether it's Gillibrand or Warren or potentially Harris, like, this is a wildly plausible thing that we're going to get down to. This could happen. Joe Biden, please clap. (laughs) Kirsten Gillibrand, please clap. (laughs) 
it's once more. Once more with verbs. Once more for the cheap seats in the back. Sing out, Louise, for Joe, Biden. Joe Biden, please clap. <laughs> Kristen Gillibrand, please clap. <laughs> this makes me sad. Who's got a coin? <laughs> no, no coin flip. No coin flip. No coin flip. Does anyone know? I, no think Biden. I think Biden. Honestly, it sounded like Biden, the which fact makes that me Maggie so is this upset. upset it like, means it was Biden. Here's the thing. I think I would just like to state it on the record that if it came down to this, Gillibrand is the person that I would sublet my apartment and go out on the campaign trail for and not to defeat Joe Biden. I just want that on the record. I think so. it's a fair, there's a fair amount of that out there. I, I wouldn't actually. I'm sure you would, Phil, and I don't care at all. I look forward to the two of you fighting. <laughs> Basically, what I want is to, for, I, what I want is for the Democratic primary to be resolved between those two candidates, and I want it to be in one precinct as an organize off between Phil Wolotsky and Maggie Moore, and that's it. It's a champion fight. Winner take absolutely all. And this, yeah, this bitch would win for sure. <laughs> all right, friends, and now Peter O'Rourke. Versus Pete Buttigieg. I mean, I don't know how we got to this point, friends, but I have why to say... Why did we get two random like whitey-os? Like, why... We've got the young white guys. Oh, yeah. We've got a young white guy and a celebrity. All right, one of them is a national phenomenon. One of them uh, is is not. Uh, the mayor of South Bend, Indiana. the mayor of South Bend, Indiana. <laughs> yeah. honestly, like, Whose biggest him, claim I, to fame for a long time was that he was the youngest mayor of a city with over 100,000 people living in it. Well, you can't say fairer than that. That's so many caveats, though. I don't yeah. care. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, you got to scratch the bottom of the barrel sometimes. I guess. Everybody gets a trophy. Oy. All right, let's... Are we ready for this? God. Yeah, let's fucking Pete, do we, it. Yeah, Pete, we, you know, we loved you, buddy. All right. Vader O'Rourke, please clap. Yeah. yeah, that sounds right. All right, Pete Buttigieg, please clap. Thank you. Thank you, Frank. You're my Thank guy. Thank you very much for that. I really appreciate that, but sadly... All right, it is... And perhaps the most foreseeable outcome in the history of Democratic Honestly, can I just say I'm disappointed in each and every one of us. <laughs> the fact that it is Joe Biden versus Beto O'Rourke, there I'm going to stab myself in the eye. There was nothing we did that could have brought this as the eventuality. I hate this. Yeah, this is, welcome to the Democratic primary. <laughs> That's so true. That's so yeah, true. Is, oh my God, I'm so annoyed. All right. Oh God, here we go. Ugh. That's this is this is as real as this podcast we has ever it, gotten. We did it to ourselves. We brought this on ourselves, Democrats. We're we, we're just going to post through it. It's going to be fine. All right, friends. Are we? Let's just do this. Then. Yeah, let's do let's it. Do let's do it. Let's sing. Right. Joe Biden for president of the United States. Please clap. <laughs> and Beto O'Rourke, friends. Please clap. That sounded like Uncle Joe to me. Did it? Did that sound like Uncle Joe to you? It sounded tied, but Uncle Joe to me. All right, friends. Okay. Your nominee for the Democratic Party for the presidency of the United States of America. You only have yourselves to blame. Okay? We've done this to ourselves, friends. All right. So so what we did here is obviously doesn't adhere to what's going to happen in the primaries. God, we hope so. Guesstimates based on some weird metrics that we invented. But it's entirely plausible that this is what we end up with. Uh, We want to thank all of you for coming out on a Monday night to drink and you're all taking beers home. Um... Did anybody, anybody's cheat while they were scoring for their neighbor look like it did really well? Yeah, how did, how did folks fare? No, not Wolotsky, anyone. So Phil did Wolotsky. pretty good. All right, if you think you've got a Some winner, please Some folks got Biden. Yeah, who, you think you got who a winner, thinks they got the closest to hold, what this hold, looks like? Hold, hold up. You'll come up afterwards. We got some T-shirts for you. Okay. Uh, we we, we want to th- thank the Future Project again for uh, for giving us space. A round of applause for the Future Project. Please clap for the Future Project. 
those those of you who are not subscribed to the podcast, please do. We're on every every fucking platform you can imagine. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Taking Ship, and that's ship with a P, as in please clap, please clap. Yay! <laughs> it took everything I had within me not to say Pete. By the way, that's fine because it's just staring at me in the sure. face. Uh, you can follow Maggie at Maggie M012, Frank at, at Frank Spring, and me at Ellie Jacobs. Um, do we have any closing thoughts that we wanted to say? If you were playing at home, which we will post a link to the bracket in the show notes, um, I mean, obviously play, by, play the game and send it to us. We'd love to see how other brackets are doing or what your opinions are. I do have T-shirts for sale in addition to whoever's going to win one. Um, I think that's it. I mean, you know, my kind of overarching thought is, and, and this kind of came to mind yesterday, Axios did a, a bullet by bullet rebuttal of Beta Works candidacy. And as I've said multiple times, I think on the podcast is the house is on fucking fire. The kids and dog are upstairs and we're arguing about what kind of stemware to take. Uh, we need to beat Donald Trump because in all honesty, you ask me right now, the best, the most plausible way Donald Trump leaves office is January 2024. So maybe a little less ideological purity, a little bit more who can kick him in the nuts. Yeah. So I think this, thank you all for being here for this. Uh, we had no idea how this was going to go. I think it was, uh, I think it was nonsensical. I think it was, un- yeah. I think it was brutal. brutal. Uh, I think it was uh, ridiculously unfair. Much like uh, an Iowa and, caucus. And in that sense, I think it was a perfect example of what we were about to face in 2020. Thank you all for coming. You're to, here. Do, do actually, and I think fairly, Simulate what is about to happen to yep. us all for the next two years. It's going to be awesome. Get your popcorn ready. All Maggie, right. final thought is yours. Thank you for coming. I love all of you. That's literally all I have. Awesome. Thank you, guys. Yay. This was great. We out.